Yo, yo, yo. PFC 41 Champions League quarterfinal leg one review. We're going to be uh, discussing the Tuesday night games and touching a little bit on the Wednesday uh, Wednesday night games. Let's uh, kick off right into it. Go with Barcelona. Basically, I would say scraping a victory past a an scraping? unlucky scraping an unlucky Atletico. Yeah, I think so. At two one, man. You're not you're not scraping when you're eleven v ten. And that's the thing. They're eleven v ten until then. But they they were eleven v ten for most of the game, and they only got two goals. It About shows eighty minutes. They were they were down a man. Who? Atletico. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Barcelona yeah. scraped a victory against Barcelona uh, against Atletico because Atletico was able to like grind the game out and sort of defend. I think Barcelona. The fact that it was two, it was only two one is impressive. Yeah, th- we're saying the same thing. Okay. I'm just saying Barcelona sucked. You're saying Atletico was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they didn't <laughs> scrape, the man. Like thing. they should have buried them. They just didn't finish their chances. Barcelona. Yeah. I think I think Atletico frustrated him, man. I think they the w- defended like okay when like when you're defending to the like the gills, man, and like Barca's almost scoring on you, but they're not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like, like oh my god, they're in shambles. No, yeah, like, you're defending crazy, man, because you're, they're not scoring, man. It doesn't look pretty, but you're stopping them, and that's fucking impressive, which is what uh, Atletico were doing. Dude, they they, so, they like, definitely looked but, impressive in the beginning of the game. Um, Interesting start in Lucas Hernandez um, starts for at center back for Atletico Madrid instead of the typical Jimenez, and um, they they looked organized. Torres um, was a major factor in this game, um, and early on, you know, him El and Nino. Griezmann, yeah, El Nino didn't look him and Griezmann Torres that is didn't look to be on the same page at first. It was a little bit misfiring, trying to communicate with each other. You know, Griezmann would try past his feet, Torres would be making running behind vice versa would happen so um i also thought of the same with barcelona at first it was kind of a cagey game iniesta was missing a lot of passes that he typically doesn't miss um barcelona's passing sometimes the ball would roll out of bounds for throwing so i thought the first 15 minutes was a little difficult to tell but barcelona in barcelona fashion dominated possession you know yeah and they and they definitely did dominate possession as they always do but I didn't see them as dangerous as they usually are. You know, a lot of the time, a lot of the opportunities they got were coming from out wide, swinging the ball in, and they don't have tall players. So it became this this failure failure to adapt. And that's why I think, like, Barca kind of not struggled because the way they play, they dominated the game. They had 21 shots, but only five were on target. So, like, they were frustrated by uh, by an Atletico who had even more incentive to pack it in. And I thought they just, I expected more from MSN, you know, to crack that, to crack that nut. At the end of the day, Suarez did get two goals, but it wasn't two, like, well-worked goals. It was sort of like striker's instinct kind of goals, except that Neymar Neymar hit the crossbar, Mm -hmm. and then he missed by, like, an inch. Messi had a bicycle kick that he probably should have scored by his standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like these, they were just a little bit off today. They still got the win and yeah. they're underperforming. And that's the most important part. And, but is that, that they but got the on win. that on that on that first goal, oh, the second goal, Suarez's header, he gives the the one two the give and go with uh, Danny Alves, where he gets the return ball in the box. The deflection that it takes that puts it right in perfect stride with Danny Alves. Yeah, the defender like uh, misjudges it because that deflection is wide open as a result. Gets a little lucky. It just goes their way, man. Things are just going Barca's way. Like, they ride that luck. And yeah. at home, man. The referees. They had to bounce back. Look, after losing to Real Madrid, 
um, the Clasico, you know, at home. They couldn't afford to take two losses in a Especially row. Especially to Madrid clubs. Especially you know, to Madrid clubs. That would have been great, man. That would have been, that that's what I was beautiful. hoping for today when I saw Everyone Torres. Everyone was hoping for that, man. When I saw Torres score that goal. And it if looked you, like If that. you were rooting for Barcelona to win today, reassess your life. Take a moment. <laughs> question yourself yeah. right now. Bandwagoner. Dude, let's yeah. speak about the Atletico goal because it was a good one. Koke finding space um, in between the the midfield of Barcelona and it was Gerard Piquet who had to try to step out to him, leaving a space in behind for Torres to run into. Beautiful little chipped. It wasn't even chipped. It was just like a dinked ball yeah. um, into Torres' path. And nice finish by Torres. He, he just seems to be a thorn in the side of Barcelona. <laughs> he really is, man. Scored uh, against him at the Camp Nou for Chelsea yeah. on that crazy breakaway goal from half <laughs> when Gary Neville had that crazy uh, commentary there. You remember that? No, I don't. I remember that throwback. Yeah. And it, it like even he, when he used to play with Atletico before he transferred and all that. That's he, way back in the day. Way back in the day when he was with them. He was just always Captain. thrown in the side. Always in the thrown in the side of, of the big clubs. He was the least likely guy I thought was going to pop up in this game and have any any influence, really. Dude, he's but been... from his, well, just be, I don't know, based on this game, you know, but from his industry up until the red card to the goal that he scored. Mm. And then, the, well, the red card that he got, man, it was a huge, huge moment in the game. It changed the whole game. So he played a huge role by scoring and getting sent off. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's been slowly, like, finding his form in La Liga. Obviously, uh, Griezmann's been carrying most of the weight, but I think he he's settling down. He's had 11 appearances in La Liga, six goals. It's not bad. It's about a goal every other game he plays. So... He's slowly coming together, but when he does shit like he did today, man, that's well, when you just the sec- frustrated. The first one was stupid, but, like, understandable. Both of them. Both you know, of them the were... second one was just clumsy, right? Yeah. Yeah, the second one was more but, clumsy. But it's even worse. If you're on a yellow card, you have to make sure yeah. of every tackle. So for him to get that <laughs> tight and then dumb. trip over, basically, like, trip over uh, the, the Busquets. player, Busquets, it's like, dude, like, why are you that tight anyway? Like, if you're not going to get to the ball, you should, you know... Pull back a little Love the enthusiasm, kid, but yeah, uh, yeah chill. <laughs> you gotta calm down. You're a professional. You know, you expect that from a high school player, college player, maybe a young player. This guy's been a pro since he was 18. You know, that kind of stuff, especially away at he Camp Let the Noon. emotions get the best of him because yeah. it was after he scored um, and he was just emotional. He, he was running around with his, like, a chicken with his head cut off and he was doing well. He was helping the team. Until you began to realize that, you know, he's on a yellow card and he's not playing like he's on a yellow card. Yeah. And that's what it was. He lost his mind, as they say. He lost the plot. He absolutely did. And Messi, um, interesting stat about him, has 25 goals in 28 games, including three hat-tricks against Atletico Madrid. That's it? And <laughs> that's it. <laughs> he's, he scored the most goals ever against Atletico Madrid. But Amateur. They were able to shut him, not shut him down, but keep him quiet. They shut him game. up at least for once, it seems. Damn, dude. dude I know. Yeah, the last, the last two games, Messi's been not not Sub- struggling. Subdued. But yeah, a little, a little subdued a little bit. And what do, what do you guys attribute that to? What do you think that's about? Well, Tom said we watched in the game there, the last like 20 minutes, they're up 2-1. And he was saying this, this is Messi's favorite moments in the game. When they're up 2-1 and then he can just assert his influence over the game. You know, they have the ball. They have 80% possession. He gets the ball in the right position. Ding, ding, ding. Shrills at far post. Yeah, or just yeah. blasts it near post. You know, like he was wait. It never happened. He seems to always but put it that was any, nail it was, Yeah, it could have happened at any moment. Mm. And he should have had that bike, that overhead volley. 
That was so close, man. Special moment. Yeah, that was sick. It's funny because he has that bicycle. um, And then a little later on, the 14th minute acknowledgement continues with Johan Cruyff. And the fans, again, once again in the camp, knew a raise and applaud. And it was a beautiful thing. You know, you kind of think like, all right, maybe it was just for a classic going the weekend. But I think we're going to see this all season. They have to do it all season, right? I hope they do, man. This Barcelona will be nothing without this man. They would not be on the course for a second treble. They would never have won the first treble. They never would have won it in 2006 with Ronaldinho. They never would have had any of the success without They wouldn't, they wouldn't have laid, drawn like, guys like that. No. Because he's laid the foundations, the whole style of play that was that is uh, instilled in La Masia, the youth uh, academy at Barca, and the first team, and bleeding youth. So And this this team's got heart, man, honestly. He's the George Washington, you know? I love it. He, Founding father. Pioneer. Pioneer for sure in his own right. Um, but regardless, Barca's got, they have heart, man. They got pride. They have a certain pride of just not wanting to give up, not wanting to lay down, especially at home. Um, this was the second time that Barcelona was behind in, a cha- in the Champions League this year. The other time they were behind to Leverkusen. They were able to come back and beat them 2-1. Same thing happens here. They fall behind. They're able to come they back like and to beat lose, them man. 2-1 especially in the Champions League. So if you are going to score a goal up Barcelona, don't think that it's over and you can sit back. You have to keep attacking them, sort of like Leicester would do. And that's that was Atletico's biggest fault and it's it's hard to blame the players cuz you know, you you're at the Camp New Europe one nothing down a man just coming out of halftime like you're like, "All right, let's lock this down." You're not thinking, "Hey, let's maybe steal another quick goal and, you know, make this game a little more interesting." And until they scored the equalizing goal, it was like 99 possession Barca. Every time Atletico got the ball, they were just booted. And that's my frustration with, with um, Atletico today in that, yes, you're a man down and it sucks. But like to keep at least one guy, maybe not at halfway line, but in between that space between the halfway and the 18, just keep one outlet guy. Put an athletic guy, which they ended up doing. They brought on um, uh, Thomas. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Partey. Damn it. Thomas. I was going to bring him up. <laughs> <laughs> and he was looking good, man. There were a couple of times where he was one dribble away from breaking that yes, back line. Yes, man. Could have just pushed it past PK that time. Exactly. When he first came on, yeah. So it's like you put a guy, that guy should have either come on like right at half or should have maybe come on when Torres came off. You know, but I don't blame him for not putting on an attacking-minded player when you just okay. got a red card. So that's whatever. But – that sub should have happened earlier, and that should have been the tactic. As soon as they went one man down, they should have put Griezmann in the middle in that outlet space. He can take people on. It's it's just so difficult mentally. You you get a your team gets a record on the thirty fifth minute. So already by the time you get to half, you're like, all right, nice, we're up one nil. We made it to half. Yeah, you're now exhausted. You're just planning <laughs> <Sure>. on <laughs> holding your lead at the most, giving up one goal, and that's when. You fall into mental fatigue against the Barcelona that's going to hold the posi- the ball, almost lull you to sleep, and then outwardly attack you before you even know it. But I wanted to get this question out before we moved on, guys. This is a very important question pertaining to the red card moment. Is there any more pressure on a referee than refing at the camp now when Barca is losing? Absolutely. No. No. In terms of club, there is no higher pressure. Not international, oh. not international. Just in terms of club, it there is it, no higher pressure, except maybe a few years at Man United 
at Old Trafford when Fergie was there. And like you Maybe had to give years. him Fergie yeah. time. Yeah. Howard Webb. Yes, a Howard Webb moments. There were plenty of those. You know Out, what I mean, Outside though? of that, there is maybe maybe you could argue like Colombia, where you know they, oh, they killed about, that uh, play with Mr. PK. But other than that, we, we were talking <laughs> earlier too. Bayern, maybe the, Igor, the Allianz, yeah, Allianz Arena. He mentioned Bayern. Bayern. I don't think, but it's, even at Bayern, Bayern, there's a level of class with those fans. You know, like it's. Yeah, obviously you have your hooligans, but like it's it's more like the amount of jeers that I was hearing. Yeah, after <laughs> after the yeah after Barcelona went down, not after the red card, but after Barcelona went down a goal, and you know they were kind of right. Atletico was wasting a lot of time, players lying down, wasting time on corner kicks, anything they could do. But the amount of jeers you heard from the fans, the whistles. You do not be a ref, man. It's the that worst, ref was it's the worst under place so much pressure. It's a huge game, and I thought he had a bad game. Honestly, I thought I thought it kind of kind of crumbled under it. I, I don't think he had that bad a game. He, man. Did, he, he didn't influence the game too much as far as like the goals they scored. Barcelona. I don't think he missed that much either. I think that, uh, he got the red card right. He got the red right for um, sure. There were a couple calls where maybe you could argue it was momentum, soft Barcelona momentum fouls, but like it wasn't. I don't think there was anything there to say he he affected the game. Yes, the, there, there could were have been though, one or but two like missed it, calls. It was that game. It was heading that way where if there was a penalty call, but he, there were a couple flops in the box. Messi went down once and he he waved it away. Um, Neymar did too. Neymar went times. down. He waved that one away. Um, I don't know. He didn't. He definitely. He, I'm not saying he affected the outcome of the game <clears throat> at all. But I don't know, man. I just. It's just. I think it's, he was maybe all it's right. the Barca thing, and maybe it's that grinding my gears a little, personal, a little yeah. bit. Because um, yeah, no, the fans were on top of him. I, like no, like of course, the like, fans. That, that, there's no, him. there's no doubt about that. It's just, a, it's just that as soon as they went down a goal, once they tied it up, everything changed. Yeah, they're a all happy because they knew they were scoring like three or four. Exactly. You know? exactly. I think you're being harsh on the ref. He had a seven. No, but eight it goes back to the question: game. like, is there a tougher place to to ref? Like he did a good job, but in different circumstances, it could have been a lot worse. There's just so much pressure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Not, let not us, let us know places. what you think out there. Yeah. Is is there more pressure? Name a venue. Yeah, is there more pressure on a referee um, than refing at the camp now when Barcelona is losing? Or at Old Trafford. <laughs> not <laughs> anymore, man. There's no pressure. Teams Circa come in there and just run their show. Run their thing. Dude, Griezmann should have had a goal um, in the 31st. Ter Stegen makes a special save. Griezmann has seven goals in seven games. You thought he was going to make this eight. This, to me, was a very defining moment in the game. Atletico goes up 2-0. Maybe Fernando Torres doesn't need to press as much. Or maybe he does, and it ends up 2-2, final score. Huge save by Ter Stegen, validating. Again, the confidence with his touch, his feet, but the ability to make a special save, too. I think he's validating his spot now. Out of the match? Suarez. 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 Gotta be Suarez. I hate, I hate to, to, I hate it, but I have to. That's why he's never gonna win ball in DR. He sh- and I, and I'm still behind him for that too, even <laughs> though I hate that also. Honorable mention Carrasco of Atletico Madrid. Very impressive, Carrasco. Carrasco. Also, a little tidbit: both teams were asked to wear the away kit because of the kick clash of the uniform, so they couldn't have Barca wear the away and then Atletico wear home. So both teams were just asked to both wear away kits in case you were wondering why Barca was. Wearing the yellow kit. Um, next, we got Bayern Munich um, taking care of a, a stubborn Benfica. one nothing. Great, great result for Benfica. They, they remain in the tie. <coughs> they keep it reasonable. They're going home now. 
where they used to boss in games. They might not boss the next leg, but what a game, man. Dallin needs one goal. I maybe love maybe, maybe two in the, in the return leg, man. Go to penalties with one goal, hold up for two. You got the game. It could be a major upset. Yeah. could be a major upset. I love this Benfica team. Um, a lot of low-key ballers. Um, you know, Nico Gaetan and their captain and Renato Sanchez, up-and-coming product. That guy's. I love that Like he's getting so much heat now, so much attention because... He deserves it. He deserves it, man. You called him out early for me. I had no idea who he was. Um, actually, I confused him with uh, Sanchez at... Aston Villa, I want to say. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Charlie. Yeah. So I was, I was, uh, super racist on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when, uh, when you showed me, when you told me his name, I looked him up on YouTube and I was like, how's this guy not busted out yet? Oh, wait. He was 17. I was like, Jesus. Almost went to Man United. Did he? Almost. That sucks. Yeah. He would have been perfect. Should have. Instead of Schneiderlin, we would have had him. <laughs> but you have him, and then you have Jonas. You were saying you were saying something interesting about Jonas before this, huh? Yeah, man. A Spanish publication in 2009, I refrain from calling them out, those bitches, um, <laughs> came out and rated him as the worst <laughs> forward in Europe. Like, obviously, that's a gross exaggeration. Ever. They're way worse, but that's how, like, aggressive that shot was. You know, it wasn't a little jab. It was straight up. He was not too popular. No, not at all. <laughs> And uh, since then, he's come around, man. He's making a lot of noise for Benfica as well. Dude, he's been playing so well domestically, making a little bit of noise in the Champions League. Almost had a goal where he turned Alaba a little inside out. I think going forward, Bayern, man, the problem is the center backs. I think they're very they, – they're, they're, they're liable for a mistake just because they don't have those center backs. They don't have Jerome Boateng back. They don't, Bad Stuba's out for the year. Even Javi Martinez now, who seems to be a little bit more healthy. Yeah, he just he, he subbed just in. He subbed in this game in the 60th minute. So yeah, in so. the return leg, most likely he will start. And again, so a stronger defensive presence. That's but a still you're lacking in two areas. You exactly. know, Kimmich is has been suspect since he's been put in. And I like Alaba. Alaba to me is one of the better players on Bayern. It's just that he's been played out of position. He's a utility guy, but center back you need a little bit more muscle and those center forwards like Suarez who know how to roll those players they're gonna be able to take advantage of them there and yeah Jonas, well it's, it's just straight inexperience man and Jonas has 20 uh 30 goals in 27 games in the Portuguese league so tearing it up he's I was surprised he didn't you know get that goal today but either way man Byron I, I it's weird to say this I love this club like, I love what they stand for, just purity They're of They're what football. the game should be, man. No ego. All about the sport. It's all beautiful. about the team, giving back. It's German. You know, it's very German. It's it's beautiful, man. And I, quietly, I'm I'm rooting for them outside of, unfortunately, Man but City. But it's Pep. I love Pep. Pep. Oh I love Pep. I've always God. loved Pep. You guys are Jose boys. I'm a Pep boy since day one. Pep always, boys. because it's never... You would be a Pep boy. It's never about... <laughs> Noise and arrogance. It's about business and science and specificity. Uh, save, save me. And nice spare suits me. on the touch. Spare line. me. And beautiful man. suits. Handsome <laughs> spare devil. me the lecture. Handsome devil. <laughs> and wasn't a bad player himself either. So. Dude, you're a bothy. Don't even lie. Because you, though you love the special one. 
I like this. I respect the special one. They, no there, question. There was a time before before yeah, Pep Guardiola where you were all You're, about the special. Yeah, because he came into England and, and he was what? killing it and for he, the EPL. And then and then, 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 then you drop him, toss him yeah, aside, toss him. Hell wow, yeah. hell yeah, like a How hole do do that, in the rain. <laughs> what about you with CR7? That's different, bro. Oh, this is different. He's I never, I never let, I never let him into my heart, man. I always kept him. I always <laughs> yeah, kept him right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. I know you're celebrating his goals, of course, bro. <laughs> I didn't Everybody know how you put half was, those goals man. in. Yeah, he was blowing my mind. He's blowing my mind. <laughs> hey, football is a flavor sport, man. Like right now, like. I love Pep, and I think he'll go down in history as one of my favorite managers of all time because he brought science to the game. His technicality, like he's so specific in what he demands from his players, and he's demands so much that no, he, he has need, no choice he need, he but needs to bring it up. Nothing but the best in order to produce anything, Ooh. which is a knock on his abilities. I'm kidding. No, no, I mean that's <laughs> I mean, a fair I mean, point. That, no, no, dude, I, is, millions of people make that point. That's a fair. But point. But I'm sure he could do fantastic things with a, a lower caliber team. But it's just frustrating Prove that it. he needs like he demand if you don't, don't if you're not like Mario Goza, you're not excellent enough for me. You're not gonna see the field, buddy. You know he's such a he's such a purist man. He's not as my friend Eber would say. He's not a man. Oh, you know? he's yeah, not a bet, man. Bet. He definitely said that. But uh, fuck Pep, dude. <laughs> Arturo Vidal though. He's too good, man. He's too good. Speaking of Pep, his career was legend, too good. Dude. His if managerial I, career is too good. These. If I could follow anyone for a year, it would be Pep. Just to like see how. It, Pep or Fergie at the time when he was Fergie's managing. still the king. I feel like Mourinho's a lot of, like, mind games and, like, psychology, like, which for me... He's the lone you know, wolf, man. Yeah, for me, it doesn't how really does he, pique No one knows interest. how he do it. He's a genius, man. Yeah, he is. But for me, I'd rather see Pep, like, when he draws up, like, the training ground and he puts grids on the training ground and the cameras... He's a dweeb. Elevated. He's a geek. Oh, he's a geek. <laughs> and he's all this technology and all this science. Uh. Hey, man, he's, he's like... <laughs> he's experiments. He's like Steve Jobs. He's like Bill Gates. He's a he's a master Yeah, he needs a multi-million dollar backer where sure. Mourinho needs a, a piece of flint. And well, a Mourinho, rock, Mourinho you know, took a, a championship... Mourinho took a championship squad... And what, almost relegated them? Pep's never no, done that. The, the, the squad did that to themselves. Oh, it's not the they but when they the But when they win, Mourinho's I, 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 awesome, hey, right? Hey, Mourinho, when they win, hey, Mourinho's the man, listen, right? But listen, when they lose, hey, it's not Mourinho's fault. Hey, how do you shut up? Where's the <laughs> listen, bias? Are you going to shut up? You no. want the bias? Yeah, <laughs> let me hear the bias. Because this <laughs> argument doesn't make sense. Listen, I admit and I accept that Mourinho made a mistake in not evolving as a coach. And that's how he lost that dressing room. He burned that team up, drove them too hard, didn't reward them enough, clearly. And uh, for for what they did, and they got pissed off at him and turned on him. You know, he didn't evolve. He kept trying to squeeze the orange juice until there was nothing but pulp left. You know what I mean? And doesn't that take a world class person to recognize that your team you're losing the locker room, and there's certain things you have to adapt to get that locker room back? By that time, it was too late almost. It wasn't too late because he was manager from August. Yeah. So he should have recognized in August that there is something wrong here. But he came out, it. man. If you listen to his press conferences, he's like, at one point he almost gave up. He's like, I don't know what to do. I go, I tell my players one thing, they go on the field and they they don't do it. He's like, I don't know what else to do. Well, first of all, you shouldn't. What do you do at that point, out, man? You shouldn't ever be coming out calling your players out ever. There were times you just drop him, drop him and play the youth. That's I mean, all he, we were you know, calling I'm not, for. He didn't say it like I'm not. I'm not saying that verbatim. Like he, he oh, masked okay. it. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. straight up. Yeah, Oscar didn't do shit. But he's I told him to do this. He, players, he did that instead. But he's still turning on his players in public. Well, of course, man, because like he's everyone's blaming him. See, that's that shit where you're watching out Th- for number one, and that's why I don't. Not I'm not a huge one, fan. Man. 
No, I'm saying he's watching out for number one, a.k.a. he's watching out it's for himself. It's frustration, man. He, he was baffled. You could see it in his face, man. He was baffled. He's like, I don't know. He was at a loss for words because people asked him questions, and for the first time in his career, he had nothing to back it up. He's Wenger, like, I don't know. Wenger doesn't turn on his players, dude, not in public. He doesn't, dude. Like, he's got too just, much just control. Admit, he's, admit, he's way Jose, too cautious. Jose, <laughs> that, okay, Jose Mourinho has won titles, and he risks, he risks that, that dis, uh, disenchantment with his players, where Wenger isn't cutthroat enough, clearly, hasn't won the title in over a decade. He's loyal as shit. And that's what you get. Wenger's he's loyal to no his players. No one will turn on him. He's loyal to his players. Does he have a title? Does Pep he have a Champions does. League? I was why just switching gotta, it away from that up, man. That hurts. <laughs> that hurts, man. I'm just Shots trying. at Arsenal. <laughs> what are we <laughs> talking about here, man? Let's get back to I'm the game. Trying. Where the hell are we, man? Nah, man. This is a podcast, Where are bro. We? we just shoot the shit. We take left <laughs> How turns. Don't be sad because Jose is struggling. He's going to be our manager in a few months. Thank God, dude. Get him back. <laughs> um, Back to the there's game. No, there's no real debate, though. What do you mean? I don't know. We're about to go back to Pep and Bo no, right we're back now. In there. Why not, guys? <laughs> I mean, back you guys listen to us every week. If you want to get a full play-by-play analysis of the game, Fast there are plenty forwards. of other podcasts <laughs> out there. But we're having a discussion, right? Why not, Al? Because I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Al's done. Pep we're, and we're, Bo, man. Um, no, man, for me, um, speaking kind of about Pep and Vidal, you know they've kind of been on rocky ground as well. So it's good to see Vidal actually get a goal in this game, get the lone goal in this game, winning goal. And, um, yeah, hopefully he can pick up his form towards the end of the season, man. Dude, he scored as well against um, Juventus. You know, so he's in the Champions League. He's becoming quite, he's got quite heart. a nugget. He's got heart. He wants that Champions League, man. He wants that medal. And he's been so close. He was so close with Pogs. <laughs> Him and his boy Pogs. He got to knock out Pogs. And now he's, he's doing it for Pogs. Do it for Paul. Man, Ribery came close also, man. Yeah. That been a huge goal coming back from injury. Like, mm-hmm. oh, he's going to leave, retire. Is he the same player? Looks like the same player. Yeah. Almost got the goal in the Champions League. Would have been nice. That was nice. Would have been nice for him. Nice but kick he's, save. He's still, by the goal. he's still got it, clearly. So they say him for the champs. The league, the league's at what, six points? It's getting pretty tight. They yeah. just have so much experience on this team yeah. offensively. If they can get that They're defense rotated. right, because what's going to happen when you go up back, against man. MSN? You're not going to have Alaba playing center back. It's just not going to happen. Put Thomas Mueller back there. Might as well. He, he'd, man mark. he'd do a better job. He's got heart, you know. So it's for me, Bayern, the defense is semi-fraudulent. Benfica oh, has a chance going, going back to, to, to their home. To, to get it done. Well, that's the thing, man. They kept they kept Byron to one nil at the Allianz. Like that's in the form that Byron had been this year, man. This point in the year, like it's fucking crazy, dude. Like, you know, that's respectable. One goal, like he, he and there was a second minute, so like it was momentary lapse. First five, he fucked up. Mm. It was a great cross. Hard to stop that goal in general. Like it was a brilliant play. But from then on out, eighty eight minutes kept it t- kept it tight. Bring it home, home field advantage, man. Mm-hmm. You know how they did it. With Tom's fucking four four two, dude. We were talking earlier, man. I'm sick of this fucking four three three bullshit or four five one, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, man. I love We've the two forward it. system. It was fine when there was like Bar- Barca was doing it and Real. Now Stoke City's doing it. Now Everton's doing it. It's too much. Every team's doing it. Palace. I still every like single t- eighteen out of twenty teams. I still like it because like I. I like offensive football. So, like, it's perfect for when you're trying to stuff a 4-2-3-1, a 4-4-2. I don't know if it generates as much offense as a 4-2-3-1. Mm-mm. 
It doesn't because you have wingers instead of midfielders. So so disconnected. It's a great for me. It's a great defensive formation, and you could you could argue yes, you could evolve it into an offensive formation. It was successful for for decades before the four two three one became popular. But looking at the comparison and how much offense you get out, especially if you have a good number six in a four two three one. I mean that's what Barca plays. Yeah, it's it, that's the trouble with the four two three one is that it's so delicate with that defensive balance, and you have to have a good number six, good cover, and most teams don't. So it looks like a shit formation when you stumble into Leicester or today a Benfica who play a four four two well and can play it in a shell and play out of a counter, and evolve into a four two three one. That's I think is the future. But again, you have to have N'Golo Kante. You have to have someone like that who has that, that work rate, that tackling ability. The Sanchez. And the ability to transition with speed from defense to offense. You need that center midfielder, which is why I guess Wayno was saying that it's it's a little bit difficult for England yeah. to play with the four four two. As much as I'd love to have two strikers and Kane and Vardy up there, just really terrorizing defenders, the, the midfield battle will most likely be lost because James Milner is a little bit over the edge. Eric Dyer is more of a defensive midfielder. It's not necessarily a box-to-box. So really, really your two only box-to-boxes, Jordan Henderson, James Milner type guys. So, you know, I And even there, like, they're, like, posers. Not, exactly. Yeah. It's not just the level you need to be. So the formation, tactics, really, you should pick your tactics based on the players you have, not on your philosophy. Agreed. Agreed. All right, wrapping this one up, man of the match. Um, for me, I got Douglas Costa, man. Douglas Costa, just a problem. Um, Such a Benfica, Benfica did well in like you know shrinking the field and basically stuffing the middle. So what Bayern was able to do was just play it out to Ribery and Costa, and Costa, you know, three, four times out of five would beat his man. Dude, Bayern could have won this game too. Was it Lewandowski? So many chances, man, at the yeah. end there too. Just just poor concentration let them down, so now they could get punished. I'm going to give it to Arturo Vidal. Got the winning goal. Glad to see him back. I was also going to give it to Arturo Vidal. Vidal. Dude, I love how they do that in German um, mm-hmm. in German stadiums. Actually, I don't know if it's all German stadiums, but they definitely do it at Bayern, where like the, the PA announcer, like after the goal, will yell the, uh, the player's first name, and then the crowd will yell the last name. It's fucking crazy, man. Just uh, yo, I heard the uh, the Lester chant the other day. What was it? Like, uh, it's just noise, man. It's like <laughs> you heard it, dude. No, I have oh, no idea. Where you taking this? <laughs> no, it's like you know, like ah, uh, uh huh. It's like that, man. It's like it's like uh, three different levels. I was like, uh, I don't know what how to describe you it. Yeah, in like, octaves or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not some music science over here. You so gotta find it for us like, uh, and the fans. You know, you you talked about the Crystal Palace one, right? Yeah. How's that go? I don't remember. I sent some on YouTube. Oh my God. Well, put me on the spot here, bro. I, I don't remember. I thought that you knew, chat. man. It's you were talking about it like a while back. About like you, like you knew it, like it, really, like it meant something to you. It, clearly, it didn't because you forgot about <laughs> no, it. No, it yeah. didn't. It yeah. was just it was one of those things where you don't know the song name, then you learn the song name, and you're like, all right, I'm done with that. Yeah, like that's what that was. It wasn't even a song, man. Maybe it was a song. It had to be something. It's a made-up song. <laughs> stick but to Man United songs. Yeah, right. No, no, no. Gonna stick to Man United. It wasn't even a song, man. Just a chant. They when they're up one uh, nil against Southampton at the weekend, like 
crowds got him for the title, man. Like, everyone just believed it, man. It was just pure. It was nuts, dude. Like, the, ener- the energy in that stadium. Hashtag, I'll, tr- I'll try and pull something up on it. Hashtag West Morgan should be in the English national team. Yeah. That's a long Harry hashtag. Redknapp, Harry Redknapp called that up. You see that? Dude, he's a genius. I'm, I'm t- Hey, find that article. Ask Al to give you that you article. See that. Send it to Wayno. Yeah. Yeah, right. Harry Redknapp's a, he's a freaking legend. In this room, you speak no illness of Harry. Harry Houdini. No. Um... All right, so we'll touch on uh, the games coming up tomorrow, a.k.a. today, as you're listening to this, uh, this afternoon. Um, you got Wolfsburg taking on Madrid, Wolfsburg hosting Madrid. Madrid coming off that big victory against Barca uh, uh, against Barca over the weekend, El Clasico, looking like they have promise. Ronaldo looking sexy as ever in his skivvies. My God, bro. Was that necessary? We nice lads, bro. We get it. I love him, but like I was like, everyone else offensive. is in their clothes. They did. They, it's, <laughs> it's like what he walked through the door and just like strip off all his clothes in like point three seconds, dude. I bet because the like... camera came out. Oh, camera's <laughs> out, guys. Oh, I need to get naked real quick. Yes. Everyone else has their clothes on. Like no, everyone has their shirts on. Like no one had time to take anything off. Every yet. locker room has that guy though. That naked guy. He's always walking around naked. Yeah, in but the locker he's not room. as jacked as fucking Cristiano, man. Like. I mean, he could be, of course. I'm not. Gonna, it's just semantics. <laughs> just saying, man. It's like, yeah, he's naked, but he's like, yeah, he's a funny guy. You know, it's like he's not doing it because. Yeah, every locker room's got that guy though. CR7 yeah, the guy's standing happens. in the mirror, like guy yeah. who basically puts on makeup before he plays. You know, he's that gelling his hair, making sure everything's lined up tight. We all had those, he's man. Gotta have, Ours like, to be a he's got to have like Asperger's. <laughs> he's got to have like Asperger's or something, man. Nah, like dude, some kind of like social. Watch this documentary, bro. You learn so man, much I'm about it. I'm about to make my own documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. made up tabloids. No, TMZ style. <laughs> Albloids. <laughs> oh, dude. The life of Ronaldo. Sick. Set that up. Coming out this fall. <laughs> Wolfsburg has no chance in this in this time, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Lord. Don't oh, forget about the God. Lord Bentner. Lord Bentner. Julian Draxler. Draxler's nice, but he's another player who's going to get bought. Probably not by yet. He's not, and he can. He has a chance to really, you know, show his individual skills. And they got Sherla, my boy Sherla. He might be able to Sherl something in the bottom corner, hopefully the top. But either way, the way Real Madrid's playing, Wolfsburg has no chance in this tie. Dude, you got Casemiro who just shut down Barcelona, that arguably single-handedly. That was fucking like, impressive. What the fuck is Drexler gonna do? You know, hopefully. Hopefully, um, Wolfsburg takes note from Benfica, you know, who was sort of able to keep the tie open for the second leg. Obviously, Wolfsburg is home, so they have a little more incentive to get after it. But I say respect your opponent, man. Be smart. Be smart about how you go for this win. A 0-0 result actually is a win. You know, just make sure Madrid doesn't get an away goal. You pop to Madrid, you score a goal. Oh all God. of a sudden, you're stealing a victory. <laughs> yeah, just just make sure Madrid doesn't get an away goal. Every time I see this man, like, I have to laugh. I, involuntarily. Cristiano Ronaldo, Champions League, eight games, 13 goals. It's fucking ridiculous, man. It's crazy. It's almost two goals a game. Record is 17. It's just too much firepower. How can you stop that? And but, the- dude, Wolfsburg's a team from to beat the record against. He could get a hat trick in both games or, you know, two and two, two he and could. three. He could he'd smash this record. Knowing CR seven, he could do he could do it all, man. And it, it to me, it's the reason why I say they have no chance because now they have the belief, they have the inner belief. They've beaten Barcelona. It's a turning point in the season now. 
confidence is at an all-time high. If they lose tomorrow, it man, I'd be very shocked. I'd, I'd, I'd be, be surprised so also. surprised. I think the world would be shocked because we're expecting them to to ride the momentum of El Clasico and they basically got, come yeah, out man, with a victory. Got that in bags. Yeah. And plus, we all know Cristiano loves records and numbers and statistics, so he wants to break that goal-scoring record. And what that means is goals from Madrid. So <laughs> whatever that you know, end of the day, that's points, that's goals from Madrid. So I hope he breaks this record just so they win. Yeah, man. You know, just so they win more games. Um, well, just that mentality though, that man. works. There's that random German team now, you know. Dortmund they've, they've was in there a couple far, years man. ago. They've made it this far, man. It's time for them to go home. They made it this far. They made. They proved their point. You know. A lot of people say that about Dortmund. That that year they ended up making it to Champions League final. So yep. it's a sneaky team, but Wolfsburg. They have a Lewandowski, a Kagawa. <laughs> they okay. had a Goza until he had fucking Goza. sat out that Champions League final. Still hate him for um, that. I'll never like that guy. Different caliber teams, different <laughs> different managers, but same same belief factor. Like in in Wolfsburg, what I've seen this year, you know. Dude, you can believe all you want, but when CR Seven rocks up, no, I'm saying they don't. They don't have it. You're, you're, oh, you're drawing man. so Paris funny, you Dortmund, dude. You guys just yeah. flip. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Tell him just flip. What the fuck, right, dude? Just... <laughs> Jesus. Misunderstood, man. Misunderstood. Yeah. Jedi mind tricks coming back again. Yeah, yeah some of the Jedi. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Tom just Jedi. I'm glad people, you caught dude. him there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just me setting you up. Yeah, <laughs> didn't even know it, man. <laughs> All right, and the other tie. So we got what Madrid taking TCB. I wouldn't be surprised to see them tie tomorrow. I know you guys call it is, me out It for is that in shit, Germany. But, but no. I mean, that's a usual scoreline, so I'm not surprised yeah. to hear you say that. Yeah, right? Zero. <laughs> Play it safe, bro. <laughs> you know me. Um, PSG, Man City. Damn. Fireworks. PSG. All right, Desire that's the show. Around. Fireworks. You think so? Just like that? Automatic? Company's out. That's game. <laughs> I don't know. He was out last game, though, too, and they made it through. He's important, no doubt. He PSG. puts them in a funny. Hey, man, you make a great point. Ibrahimovic. Zlatan. No, it's toast, man. Ibra will get two. Oh. Making calls. Dude, you need to have a good center back partnership to deal with him. You need to have a good one center back to deal <coughs> with him. Who's going to do it? Dimichelis? Oh, wait. No, he's not playing tomorrow. Yeah. Otamendi and Mangala. Well, not that he's not playing tomorrow, but I don't think he'll see the field the rest of the season. He's completely healthy. but He's suspended in the, in the league. Yeah, he struggles. Is he suspended? Yeah, he got a red card, didn't he? Mm-hmm. No, he got subbed out. He got subbed out at half. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's how was bad that he was. Le- was that last weekend? Who did he get a red against? Either way. Either way, man. Either it's way, he's not good enough week, to stop Zlatan. Um, but I, I think I don't think this is as automatic as um, Al thinks it will be. I, Dude, this is a great tie. This yeah, is, to man. me, the most exciting one. I think City's attacking prowess is ridiculous, bro. Like, and Sterling has been on fire for them in the Champions League. Um, <coughs> Al dropped that nugget a little bit earlier that he's been their top scorer. He's been their top scorer. But he's hurt, so. Yeah, but he's a little bit hurt. But, um, you know, hopefully they'll be able to. <laughs> hopefully they'll be able to get something together. Hopefully they'll be able to really ride Kun Aguero, and he's going to be. What Luis Suarez was to David Luiz last year, and come up with a couple of big goals, maybe even Megum for for a goal. I'm looking forward, and I hope they line up this way for De Bruyne and Matuidi. I hope they line up that way, where Matuidi's assigned the De Bruyne role. Just hey, 
hover around this guy. Don't let him get open. What a matchup. That would be an exciting matchup, and I hope we see it tomorrow, man. See, if I think I think Verratti will most likely be assigned to either David Silva or De Bruyne. De Bruyne, nah, Verratti's out. Doubtful. Doubtful. Oh. I got my injury Yo, report well, then here, Thiago Mata is going to be that guy. Yeah, then, right? it's Mata and Rabiot up. most likely to start. Yeah. By the way, that Demon Kelly thing I was talking going on about <laughs> uh, it was about that FA betting charge that was he was accused of. You hear about that? Yep. Yeah. So, Let the uh, people know. Let the people. Yeah. Uh, so in case you don't know, uh, Monty Di Michele's, uh Man City center back, 35 years old, Argentina, was accused of 12 breaches relating to matches between or of, uh, 12 breaches in gambling. match betting gambling. Yeah. Uh, between January 22nd and 28th, 2016. So he might be suspended. He might be banned. He might be just fined. But he's in France for the squad, so <laughs> for the, for this game. So maybe he, was he may feature, man. On purpose. Yeah, they don't have a choice but to, to, to until, have a well, feature that, until, until, until Wednesday back. they're going to go to court or whatever. So he's got a little window here. <laughs> and just a window. Well, he's he not going to play, he, man, Like unless it's – no, dude, he's not playing because he got subbed out in that game at half. Like, when you get subbed out at half at, as a professional. But, dude, if, if Oedemendi goes down injured, what are you going to do? Then he, then he plays. That's what I'm saying, dude. You have no one else but him to put in. Yeah. Unless so you reshuffle. I'm saying, I'm saying he won't start, but you have no choice but to bring yeah. him with you to, to Paris. And if he does Because who in. else would you play at center back? He's your only. If he's forced to come on the field, dude. Shit could get ugly. Yeah. But Eber, either way, Eber's going to give these guys a horrible time, yeah. man. Eber's coming off of a hat trick as well. So Eber's feeling it. They did lose to Monaco the game before that. So the air of invincibility has certainly gone from this PSG team. But now it's they're more down to earth. So it yeah. might be better for them. I was going to say, which is a good thing. It's, it's always more difficult when you show up to a big game undefeated. You know, you just ask the Pats showing up to the Super Bowl undefeated. It, it's it's a lot of pressure to deal with. And getting beat when it doesn't mean as much is is healthy for especially a squad, a star-studded squad like this. Dude, they're star-studded. Um, their midfield is definitely going to have to step up with the likes of Verratti out of the side. Tiago Motto has been playing international with Italy now. He's an older guy. You know, I'm sure for a big game like this, he'll be ready. He'll have his legs under him, but something to really think about you know it's not the strongest psg team and it's not the strongest manchester city team we might see that in the second leg yeah and delph is healthy i'm hoping to see him maybe not delph. start but i'm hoping to see him get some minutes tomorrow but some for champos minutes yeah i hope so man i think i think he'll be an exciting prospect the question is does pep agree with the outlook because he's coming oh, in next in the year. summer yeah you know that was one of the players i considered with all the players that Pep's going to bring in with uh, this Man City team getting overhauled and who's he, who he's going to let go. And with Delph, I was curious, is he going to keep him around? You know, English talent, young. You need that quota for Englishmen in the side, especially uh, grassroots. Which is part of the reason they bought him, actually, arguably, was to get more English the, players. The academy, yeah. Well, no, for the, the homegrown. There's, like, quotas homegrown. you have to meet, so they bought Delph. Or, oh, Delph. They meant Pep. Like, oh, no, no. Him to help... Oh yeah, that's why I think. Youth. Yeah, that's why I think I I agree with you on that. I don't think he would just get rid of Delph. Also, it's a bad look to just come in and get rid of an Englishman right away before you've even seen him play under your but system. But if he can cultivate this man into something special, like I've seen Delph, I like his. He's a left foot lefty mm. with a cannon. Guy loves to just work a space and shoot. Good player. Which I'm a fan of. He's aggressive. He's got balls. Like I like that in a young player in a Man City squad next to. David Silva and Yaya Torre, 
and Kevin De Bruyne. Mm. You know, it's it's tough to break into that kind of lineup. You know, he just has to stay healthy. His durability. Yeah, stay healthy and play been games one of the and get the questions. Minutes, man. But Pellegrini believes in him. He's played him in big games. I'd love to see him play again. And I want to see City progress. Me too, man. Just for the fact that EPL, the EPL needs a representative definitely in the Champions League. At least, at least to like the sec, at least to the second leg. So like zero zero maybe this this leg just so want, it delays the inevitable. So but the I want City. I want City to get to the finals and lose in the finals. Yeah, right. I don't think they have the legs to get to the finals. I don't think man. they do. But and as then an you're English, also and then as you an know. English fan, like I yes, always root for them to get mm-hmm. an but English they, team they to get to the finals. They final. never win. <laughs> yeah, which I'm, I'm happy with. Yeah, so they're still devastated. I don't want City winning a Champions League, but an English team getting to the final silences a lot of like shit talkers. So, but I'm to do that. that Dude. But to do that, you gotta walk through Ebro. Oh no, dude! I don't, I don't, I don't think they will. To give you the truth, no. But would you defensive. want it? Would you want that? Yeah, I wa- I want City to win, bro. I want City to wow. destroy Ebro. England first. I want City. We to need destroy England. Needs in- England. This is a huge game for the, for England. Yeah, for for Ebro's future. Now, if Ebro no, comes even. to the EPL, I want Ebro to win. If he's playing against foreign teams. Yeah. Yeah. I want Eber to win regardless. Uh, yeah, man, but it's hey, just man. it's tough just for like that. the Champions League representation for English clubs, man. Like you need to have an, a team go far. That's what I'm you about. Can't, you know, they made it this far. This is huge that they made just to the quarterfinals. If it's not Arsenal, nah. Well, you know what the problem is? Right? Nah. Is that there's there's quota uh, quotas for every league. I know. So like with now two German teams, um, in this stage, uh, three Spanish teams. So like it's. And one English team, like it's not looking good, bro. To me, it's it actually reflects the strength. That's how I'd rank the leagues internationally. Actually, it reflects the strength of the leagues, man. I think it's La Liga number one, Bundesliga number two, English number three. How can you say the strength of the league when Bundesliga, when Bayern Munich's been running away with it? Like it's just I don't top think... to bottom. Just because I think Wolfsburg <coughs> will beat a, a lot of the other teams. Tottenham? I think I, it's tough. No, it's, it's, it's it's tough. It's I think not... I think Dortmund would beat Tottenham. You know, so I think Dortmund would battle Tottenham well. I think that would be a good game. I th- Liverpool actually is going to play Dortmund, so we'll see how Liverpool fares. That'd be a great matchup. That'd be a yeah. good matchup, man. I think you're Germany. Not giving, I think you're giving Germany too much credit because it's an exciting league to watch. But no, I think you're giving Bayern the English too three. much credit because the because the level of competition between each team is tighter than Germany. That's why I think you're giving them too much credit. I think you're putting too much onus on the fact that the competition is tighter between. A Watford and a Stoke think, City and a Chelsea that a Chelsea can finish in tenth place potentially, and the fact that Bayern dominates their domestic league, I think now you you're lessening that because there is a dominant factor. No, when I'm also, in actuality, <clears throat> there's more Champions League representatives from Germany than in England, which to me is recently. a reflection of the strength. Yes, just recently, which is why it just recently switched. I don't think it's a strength. And it's I think a the reflection of the league. Off. I think it's a reflection of the teams, the strength of the teams, like specific teams. So Wolfsburg doesn't speak for a German team. And also with the English league, you got teams like Stoke who are playing football, who are drawing talents in. Um, you got teams like Sunderland who are drawing talents in, which is weird. Well, that's because of the money. No, but that's, but that's my point. So that makes the league better because there's nope. more money. It brings more talent, which means a team like Stoke now it brings more to be, foreign talent. It doesn't yes, mean that the talent, the foreign talent, is better than a domestic player necessarily. No, I'm not talking domestic player. We're talking domestic league. So if Ibra is in the EPL, he goes in the EPL bucket and boosts England, not England, English football. Like he does. Not, yeah. So that's my point: is that it's not about like 
individual players or anything. I think the fact that Stoke can draw talents that they couldn't draw four years ago means the league level is going to go up, which sucks for the teams in the league because competition now tightens, mm. which makes the league even better because the competition tightens not because the Arsenal suck or the Chelsea suck or the Man United well, but they do. Man United, <laughs> but the thing is, they do. No, They're they weaker than results. they've been in the past. They suck in results, but it's this weird like player thing. But when you're looking at squads, you could still say Chelsea's one of the strongest squads in England and in, in in Europe. Can That's you not? True. That's true because of who they have on paper. Yeah, so it's not strictly performance based you're looking at paper as well you're looking at a mixture because that's the only debate we can it's, have it's a paper debate because how do we know Wolfsburg could beat Stoke unless they play unless we they don't. play it's a paper yeah. debate so that's I don't know I still think that 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 I, I, just I hear still think you have that your opinion we can teams, let's yeah, do this Germany who would beat English teams and vice versa me and you will do our research we'll do our homework we'll come up with the best way to compare this we'll post it up and in a little while on the website and maybe we'll do a podcast about it where no me and you just shoot it's, the shit it's and interesting just, yeah it's an interesting topic there's no way to know I'm right there's no way for you to know you're right for now at least <laughs> and until that's what I'm saying it's research. just this year it's not like over a long time or anything like that I think it recently 20, switched 15, 16 we'll look at 15, 16 yeah. maybe 14, 15 15, 16 because 15, 16 is not over and those 14, were strong 15, teams those were stronger teams Fergie was still around no 14, wasn't 15 he, was, was last year 14, We're in 15, 16 okay. 13 was okay. his last, last year. year so okay. Van Gaal's first year. All right. Yeah, which is reasonable. Like, it's two two seasons. That's a reasonable amount of time because, yeah, it floats a lot. Like, there were times when there were, like, four English teams in the quarter or three English teams in the quarterfinals. Yeah, finals. the good old When days. they were dominating. When, when the world made sense. That's but when I, England was strong. No, I think that's when the top teams were strong yeah, but I don't think, I don't no, think that's when it was top four it was, yeah, it was Arsenal yeah. Chelsea United Liverpool but the yeah, lower teams weren't I don't think Sunderland could beat a German team or you know you know what I mean like but, I think more teams in that era in that era like more German teams would have beat English yeah, teams true. in that era or but Spanish now have, teams, okay, teams so like, now you think like, now I think it's building okay. now you I think Crystal Palace are building a team Leicester running away with West Ham United Tottenham bro West Ham West Ham yeah West Ham Bro, Sun- Southampton. Southampton. Bro, this league is full of ballers, bro. Everton before they so collapse. So is Bundesliga, man. Not and I think on this level and because it's underrated. Hey, you know what? Names, hey, t- tell me. Money. T- t- not names, t- t- to build money. a bridge between the two of you, um, European, like the Spanish and German leagues are probably still better at that lower level, like the middle, mid-table than, in- than English clubs, okay? But with the with the, the rehashing is in the... the like the renaissance of those middle to lower clubs in England, like we're seeing at Stoke, West Ham, Southampton, they're getting on that track, bro. Where they're going to be able to compete with Sevilla yeah. and um, and uh, the Borussia Dortmunds. You know what I mean? Leverkusen, bro. One of one of the biggest like outlines for me this year of that this league is shifting and you might say it's just money fine whatever reason it's happening it's catching it's, up to those European club, the European leagues yeah, England is running in. away with it because you have a guy like Zerenan Shakiri, who is a buy-in product played at Inter did well linked with Liverpool ends up at Stoke City dude like a team like Stoke picks up a talent like Shakiri and Bohan Arnautovic and Stoke is what right now on the table way down in the table so well not way down the top Eighth? half Hold on, let me pull this up, actually. Yeah, come on, man. We got time. This is a podcast. We got nowhere to go. Let me pull this we up. We like to the have people. these things in front of us, but... I I have links all over it's my computer. number eight. <laughs> Stoke City Center number eight. What I tell you, man? Who needs, who needs fucking sand? Well it's, played. It's all up here. Well played, though. 
or team like Everton, bro, where they have Everton the cocks sucking, and they're bro. sitting in twelfth, like. Oh, Crystal Palace with the Palacios and the Zaha sitting in 16th. That's about right, though. Nah. 16th? A team like 16th Palace? 16th is rough, man. But I think 12, 11, like good, yeah. 10th, around there. Not, 10 to 12. No fucking relegation zone. They're, they're in shit form, bro, and they have, they've had no luck, man. That's what it comes down to. Last the, minute the equalizers, you know. But the talent is there. Like, they're underperforming, yeah. put it that way. But they're building, man, and they're catching up to... To the Sevillas and the old Atletico Madrid's before they really made a big change. No, no, I just not think, I just think no, a big thing. Atletico made a big jump towards yeah. the top three in, in Spain. Yeah, like, no, they're yeah. always Europa League, you know, perennials. Just the technique, I think, is a big thing that's understated. That's, is that's the technique of the players. Yes, you may have these special players in Shakiri, Boyan, Arnautovic. Then you look at like the right back or like, you know, someone like that. Maybe a lesser technical player. And that's what I think is the biggest difference, man, is the level of technique of the professionals always, there. Always has been. And England, will, I think, will always chase Which is the, why the I think, other leagues. But I don't think yeah. technique always wins, bro. Like Not always. I, I mean, a team like Leicester is running away with this league. You wouldn't look at Wes Morgan and be like the technique. He's a ball-playing center back. I look at Riyad Mahrez and say that. Yeah, you look at two players or three players at the most. But it's enough. They have those three players are enough to overcompensate for the weak right back or the weak left back. That's my point. Is that are they are against t- another German team? And that's the thing that another, we got to sit down against and nineteen German against twenty German teams. I'd say they do well against ten. Leicester because they're champions. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, Stoke, I'd say Stoke would maybe win eight or nine of them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Hey, man, we'll figure it out. Wolfsburg's anyway. sitting number eight in, in Bundesliga right now. Stoke is sitting number eight in Bundesliga right Wolfsburg's now. Wolfsburg's number eight? Yes. Yeah, I think that would be a good matchup, man. I think Wolfsburg Stoke. beats them. West Ham, I think Wolfsburg. Wolf, they don't give them the whoops, but I think it's the whoops. They, they beat them. You know, so I don't know, man. Hey, we'll do, debate we'll, for another day. We'll do, we'll do a whole episode on this. <coughs> um. All right, so that wraps it up for tomorrow. So, you, Al, you got PSG tomorrow, you think? PSG tomorrow? Man City, PSG. Oh, do I? Who do I have? I think I'm going to be able to catch the game. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm going to miss this one probably, dude, um, as far as live goes. Got to go PSG, man. There's a lot of time, two goals. Yeah, yeah. fucking destroy that City back line, dude. Just run all over them. Sterling with the goal, though. Ster- I don't think Sterling's playing. He's hurt. Is he hurt? I think so. Yeah, yeah, Torre. Uh, yeah, he's still hurt. Damn. Yaya Torre, David Silva, going to need to do work. The return of Kevin De Bruyne is going to bring something special. Torre's out. Oh, no. Torre is out. <laughs> Glad you hit Tiki. Joe Hart is doubtful. Oh. Hey, Caballero! Go on, lad. Company obviously is out. Company's toast. Demi Kelly on the bench. Look, I'm going with the De Bruyne two, is two back, one, though. 2-1 PSG. 2-1 PSG. Yeah, I'm going PSG. I think we're PSG. unanimous, man. Um, all right. So you said we'll you want City up. to win, and you, and you. I do, man. What I want and what I think is going to happen, two different worlds, man. Um, Antonio Conte to Chelsea comes out this week. The news officially, finally. I mean, we all, yeah, we all had an inkling that it was him. Just no one said it. Exactly. It was never said out right until this past week, which is, I guess, at least we can move on from it now. Now we can, now we can openly state who he wants and who he doesn't want. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so like can. he's really gonna start picking players now, or 
dude, with the match fixing scandal he's been oh, linked yeah, to, dude. we can't quite move on Typical to Typical Juve fashion. Yeah, Fareed, right? you thought you were safe? You ain't safe. No. You cheaters. Yeah, Chelsea, you just Chelsea hired, inviting controversy upon themselves. You just hired a new cheater to come in and try to reestablish your cheating ways at Chelsea FC. And he might be banned for six months, they're saying. Not sure. Still trying to figure some stuff out. But Conte appointment is... Is a smart one. He's one of the best managers who was out there, who was available. Terrific, terrific winning percentage. Most likely he's going to change Chelsea to a 3-5-2 formation. You know, he loves the 3-5-2, played it with Juve. So it should be interesting um, what what he does. But, I mean, Antonio Conte, though, I think, think, dude, he could take him to the next level or – you know, they they, they, they they might find themselves in a really tricky predicament. Yeah, man, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what he uh what he comes up with at Chelsea. A, a team that's not playing so bad, but you know, they don't look they don't look like world beaters. You know, it's still the same talent, same amount of talent. It'll does be he sign Ita- does he bring in Italians? I think they could do with one or two Italians. It's not really Maybe an Italian style. in defense. They, they, they defend had, though. Belletti. Belletti? They brought old school. That's but, a little. That's a, a little underground for Julio you. Julio Belletti. Yeah, it's a little underground for you. Yeah, but I think they'll do work. Yeah. All right. That wraps it up for PFC Forty One. We'll be back. Um, you, you. Hopefully tomorrow. I think we'll be back tomorrow. We'll Manana. see. We'll see if you guys are behaving. Um, Tiki signing off. This is Al. This, this is you later. this is Tum shouting out Joseph Gertz. Yeah, what up, Gertz? Joey boy. Joey. I have to shout you out, Brett. Joey Fresh. Joey's the man out there in One STL. Love. Balling <laughs> on them hoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out. Chelsea cheats. Later.